Welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You are tuned in to Fortress of Faith with Tom and Tyler. We have some news to share with you today. Tyler will be leaving us at the end of the month. He is transitioning to a full-time role at his home church in Oklahoma. It has been a pleasure working with Tyler. He has exhibited great dedication to his Bible study since he became a Christian. He not only reads the Bible, but also meditates on its teachings. He documents his the things God teaches him in his studies for future reference. This week, we will explore some of the wisdom Tyler has gained from his studies. We will begin by examining a common struggle for many of us, which is worry. The Bible instructs us to be careful for nothing, which means we are not to be overly concerned about anything because we should entrust our problems to God. This is what it means to live by faith. We hope these lessons will greatly benefit you. Well, welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're today here at Fortress of Faith with Tom and Tyler. And we're going to announce to our listening audience that we're going to be losing Tyler. Tyler is going to be working full-time on staff out in Oklahoma City. Tyler, it's been a joy having you here on the radio. What I wanted to do, you've been working on a number of different things on you know, in your study, in your life as a new Christian. And so I, I want to take the time we've talked about cutting into these subjects, material, these studies that you've done through your life as a Christian. You've been saved about, what, seven years now? Five, seven years? Six years, I think. Six years? Okay. So, you know, you, you're a first-generation Christian. You um, have just been devouring the Word and uh, getting into following God. You know, you're, you're kind of a guy who got saved and got called into the ministry uh, pretty much quickly. And so um, uh, uh, we're going to cut into the topic. You wanted to discuss this today on anxiety and worry and Uh things that God has taught you in this area. So go ahead and introduce this and we'll cut into that here today. Yeah. Um, Well, let me start by saying, well, let me say this I, I, uh, before we start on that. I am so thankful that you've uh, allowed me to be a part of this show and, and that no one has, I think if I was physically there, tomatoes might have been thrown at me a few times, but they can't do that because it's over the radio, right? So thanks for that. And uh, I'm just, I'm being silly, obviously. No, I, I, uh, I've enjoyed my time here. And, and, uh, and so I just wanted to, to say that to our listeners. I appreciate that so much. But uh, yeah, the, um, Brother Tom's kind of allowed me to grab the reins a little bit and just sort of let the Holy Spirit lead on just different things God's taught me about, you know. Uh, it wasn't long after I got saved, I started to make what my own concordance, basically, which is, you know, God would speak to me on certain subjects. I noticed he would do that kind of over and over again. And there's lots of scriptures about it, but the ones that touch my heart in particular, I started to document, right? So I've got this huge concordance now of all these things, which I would recommend any Christian do. Uh, because you're often going to struggle with some of the same things, and it's easy to go back to and be like, oh, yeah, man, the Bible says this. I remember God speaking to me about that in this particular way. So just wanted to get that out there. But, yeah, we're, let's talk about anxiety and worry today. Let me say this. Um, now, I'm I'm just speculating here, but I would venture to say that most people at some point or another struggle with anxiety in some capacity or another, right? We all worry about things uh from one degree or another. And so I want to share something with you that was really, really uh, inspirational to me uh, as I went through a difficult time. 
I won't really get through all the specifics on exactly what it was, but there was a time where I was in a, a hard place and something needed to happen and it, and and it didn't. Actually, I thought I thought it was going to. I was told it would and it was kind of solved and then the rug kind of got pulled out from under me. And when that happened, I remembered I think it was just earlier in the week my pastor had preached uh out of Philippians in chapter 4 and verse 6. Now we we all know Philippians chapter 4, 8 very, very well, where it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, and it starts to list off the different things we ought to think about. Um, but I never really paid attention to the verses before that, and this blew me away. As I struggled with that, and that rug was pulled out from under me, I noticed in Philippians chapter 4, and verse 6, it says, Be careful for nothing. Okay? And I want to stress this too. Uh, don't just read your Bible. Meditate on it. And what that means is, is you're not just trying to flip, make sure you get, you know, so many chapters done a day. When God, when something sticks out to you and you read your Bible, you need to stop and think about what that means. Ask God, what is it you're trying to tell me there? But let me put this in layman's terms. Be careful for nothing. It means don't worry about anything. That's what that means. Okay. Four simple words. Stop worrying. All right. And, um, and we all do that. We all worry. We all have things in our lives that, and events that arise that make us worry. And then after that, it says, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So as, as the rug was pulled out from under me that day, I just sat there and I read that verse and I just thought about that. Be careful for nothing. God is telling me, stop worrying, right? Let me tell you something. No matter what anxiety or worry you ever have in your life, it's nothing that got outside of God's control. It's nothing that slipped through his fingers and and it's like, whoops, you know, I, I didn't mean to let that go the way it did. And so now you're in this predicament. God knows what predicament you're in. He's still in control and he's not constricted by time. So you might not see what's down the line like he does. And so I, let me give you, I, I read that verse that night and I'm not kidding you. I literally, it felt just like the day I got saved where weight was literally lifted off of me at that very point, because not only did I read that verse and meditate on that verse, I gave that to God. I took my burden and I said, Lord, I just believe in your word. I believe if you tell me not to worry about it, that you got it and I'm going to give it to you. And that's what I did. And he and he blessed in that regard by taking that weight off of my shoulders there. Yeah, well, let me let me also comment on another verse, Matthew chapter six, verse 25. This is the same Greek word that there be careful for nothing which in a sense you know a lot of people translate or interpret that word as be anxious for nothing matthew chapter 6 verse 25 says therefore i say unto you take no thought for your life what you shall eat or drink that doesn't mean you know we shouldn't you know plan we just you know or or try to provide for different things there you know don't be anxious about it don't be so wrapped up in fear because that's what it is it's uh, the 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 root of this is fear and god Amen. doesn't give us the spirit of fear those are um those are great verses by the way those are that's all over god's word this truth okay and the bible says too god already knows what you have need of right so but think about this so it says be careful for nothing philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 then it says but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And so I thought about that, and being the carnal Christian that I that I am, I thought to myself, 
I'm supposed to be <laughs> I'm supposed to be thankful. It's kind of like I'll be thankful when I get what it is I need, right? Then I'll be thankful. That's that's kind of how we often think, right? But God is telling you here, I don't want you to worry. What I do want you to do is I want you to pray and I want you to be thankful while you make your request be made known unto me. One of the biggest problems that we have when we worry or have anxiety is that's all we focus. What you just talked about is an issue of the fact that we're focused on the negative thing. Okay. Whatever that worry is, we're focused on those things. And we tend to forget about the fact that God's given me an awesome wife and God's given me two beautiful, healthy children. God's given me the word of God that I can read and rely on. God, God's saved me. Amen. Jesus has died and his blood has covered all of my sins. You know, stop focusing on the negative things. Start, start, that's what, that's why you should be thankful. Yes, it's okay to, Ask God to help you with this, with the worry or the struggle that you have, but stop focusing on negative things all the time. And when you get down into Philippians chapter four and verse eight, and if you look at the way it's worded, it's a command. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. That's a command. We spend a lot of time thinking about negative stuff. And it's not, it's just like you said, it's not like, you know, it's wrong for you to get out and provide for your family to make sure that they have something to eat. But the issue isn't that, it's that you're focused on that all the time. God doesn't want you focused on that. God says, put your mind on things above, right? Stop, stop putting all, you know, stop making your, the Bible says your, tre- uh, your, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Stop making your treasure on, on carnal things that are going to be wood, hay and stubble, uh, when we die on this earth and, and move on. Let me interject on that. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us that we're to meditate on the word of God day and night. Psalms chapter two, uh, chapter one, verse two. uh, But his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night. We're told in Ephesians, you know, to think on these things, things that are lovely, pure and all that kind of stuff there. If our mind is focused on worry, what we're doing, I mean, let's let's face it, you know, uh, there's some people who just really get worked up over that, and yeah. they can work themselves into a frenzy and actually get physically sick, and it's worry anxiety over something that may never happen, may never come to pass. But what worry, well, what what worry is, is meditating on negative things. Uh-huh. Some people are saying, well, I, I'm not I'm not good at meditating. Yeah, are you good at worrying? <laughs> If you're good at worrying, then you're good at meditating because that's exactly what you're doing. You're rehearsing all these thoughts in your mind again and again and again. And it is physically exhausting, spiritually exhausting. And we're to set our minds on things above, not the things on this earth. God's word is so therapeutic. And and if you follow it, you will find a better, healthier, happier life ahead of you. It's true. I mean, uh, we do get filled with anxiety, but when we do, we our focus is off of God. Our focus is on the physical things and not the things of God. Yeah, and I want to say this too. I, I know a lot of people that I would say they would call themselves perfectionists, right? They... Um, and they're Christians. They, they, you know, everything they do has to be perfect, right? I mean, you, every, like, 
And, and, I, and we need people like that. Don't get me wrong. God's made us all different. If I was in charge of setting up your wedding, there'd be like Green Bay Packer helmets on every table. And you'll be lucky if there's silverware and napkins and all that stuff. I'm not, I'm not made to do those types of things, right? But there's other people that are, they're perfectionists. They make sure everything's perfect and pretty. And there's a place for that. But I hear a lot of people that, that are that way. And I see them worry afterwards, right? Right After they've completed a task and it's not perfect, they dwell on the fact that it's not perfect. And that's where you, I think you've kind of crossed that line of not being in God's will according to his word. And I've, and I've heard many of them use scripture to say, well, the Bible says that in all the things that you do, uh, you need to do, I can't remember how it's worded. You need to do it, you know, heartily unto the Lord or the best that you can basically for God. And that, and that is in the Bible. And, and don't get me wrong, but don't take that out of context. It says that you need to do the best that you can for God, but it doesn't say anything about dwelling on it days and days afterwards when it doesn't turn out the way you want it to. And that's where you've got to be careful of that, right? God, God wants his best from all of us. But once you've done your best, don't spend countless time and hours worrying about how it was that it turned out know that you've done your best for god by the way he's pleased with that and you've got to move on you've got to he doesn't want you focused on all those types of things he wants you to to continue going there and i'll I'll give it back over to you brother tom well tyler uh there's some more stuff that we need to talk about on this particular subject so listeners we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage as we continue talking about overcoming worry. And God has uh, God has solutions for that. And so I hope you'll join us tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.